just a quick one. I considered ending the season after episode nine and leaving it at that. Obviously, it's been a it's been a good couple of weeks since the last time I put anything out there because uh, I've been working on new material for the second season, um, which many of you I think would be glad to know that we will be having guests guest speakers um, to discuss a lot more very interesting and introspective topics to sort of get other people's perspectives and, and hopefully bounce ideas off each other which I think will be really really exciting and then so each episode with a guest will then follow with sort of a, a part two of that episode with just myself basically diving into the things that we discussed after a little bit of absorption and reflection on what was actually discussed at the time so I'm very very excited about that but in the meantime I didn't want to just leave leave everything sort of hanging in the balance and so I decided to to continue this season until you know season two was ready to to be kick-started and yeah, so we're back here today, and something that I've I've been not necessarily struggling with, but thinking about over the last couple of weeks, which I think is is important to bring to mind and to discussion, is the topic for today being the fear of choice. I know we've spoken about stress before, and I've mentioned aspects of choice and choices in previous episodes but this one I wanted to specifically talk about fear of choice and how it affects us or it affects me how I've learned to deal with it and kind of how I've been able to to grip it and, and understand it for myself a little bit better um, recently because it has it has it's come up quite a quite a few times um, you know you you have that that time of fear of what is the next step you know you might be in a job or you might be in a place um, or a position you know you're finishing university you're finishing honors or masters or you're even finishing school I don't know if there's any people that are listening to this that are still in school but you know the same concept still applies um, and that's we're always scared of the next step we're always scared of what's going to happen next because us as human beings i believe we like to know the outcome of things or the potential outcome of things so it's almost like we'd we'd much prefer to live a life that had multiple choice answers that we could choose from you know you're sitting there in that moment this you know, screen popped up in front of you and said, where would you like to be in the next 10 months or the next 15 months or whatever it is? And it gives you options. Go back to studying and start a new degree or pack up ship and relocate to a completely different country on a completely different continent or continue with your job and try something new and get a promotion you know whatever it is 
I think a lot of us would prefer to have those options available to choose from so that we know, okay, thank goodness, there is an outcome that's readily available and we know how our lives, I guess, are going to evolve and develop leading up until that point of change. And that also, I mean, that enhances the the topic of today of fear of choice because sometimes even when we're given choices like the multiple choice question you know you've got four answers to pick now which one do you pick and then all of a sudden it's the opportunity cost you know you're weighing up all these options and saying okay well if i choose option a how will that affect the rest of my life compared to if i chose option b or option c and so on and so forth and so we're left with this fear and this stressfulness because now not only in i guess scenario one if you want to break it down into scenarios where you don't have choices and you you have this unknown you're fearful of that but then in scenario two you've got four potential options but now you don't know which one is the right one for you and I guess recently I've been been dealing with that. You know, there's a lot of potential things that could be happening uh, in as early as you know January. That's a, a couple of months away. I mean, the the way that this year has gone by so quickly, it's also given me a chance, you know, over the last week or so to sit back and actually, you know, reflect on. What have I actually achieved this year? How have I grown? How have I developed? What has happened? And look, there's been a lot of good things. There's been a lot of incredible things. Not just good, absolutely incredible, amazing, life-changing events and periods of time where I thought nothing can get better than this, really. And then there's been times where I thought I've hit rock bottom nothing can get worse than this and it sort of leaves you going back and forth you know splitting a page with pros and cons and saying what's been good for me this year and not necessarily what's been bad but what what situations or outcomes have been brought about for me to learn a lesson whether it's a lesson that you i guess needed to learn over the last few years because you've been ignoring something in your life whether it's a lesson of growth or a lesson of gratitude or a lesson of self-reflection i think a lot of times we get so caught up in fear of choice fear of now you know the fear of life the stressfulness of life that we forget to take a step back and say so much good has happened so much learning has happened in the last period of my life whether it's 10 months or 2 years but often we don't even think about things from that perspective we're we're always living in in that uh hamster wheel if you like we're constantly just chasing we're running because there's always a deadline to meet there's always things to be done and finished 
There's always something new popping into your mind, into your head, a new project you want to start, a new concept you want to create. And often we, we don't give ourselves the respect and the time to take a step back and say, instead of being fearful of what happens next, let's just appreciate what's happened in the past. Let's connect the dots. Let's see how the universe has conspired to bring us what we need and what is necessary in our lives. Because I promise you, in the moment, whether it's good or bad, you either feel that A, I mean, if it's good, it's all down to you. You know, this is, this is me. I can't believe this has happened to me, but this is because of my day. When it's bad, oh, I can't believe that you know, this is what the universe wanted for me. I can't believe things worked out like this. You know, you, you, you're shifting the blame. But fast forward three, six months down the line, and you look back and, and, and you possibly start to understand why things happened the way that they did. And by accepting that and learning from that and growing from that, it allows you to lose that fear of choice, the fear of the future. Sorry about that, there's a, a noisy truck I think going up my road. I've been scared of choice many times in my life, where I'd much rather leave it down to someone else to make the decision for me but too scared of the consequences of that choice you know I guess sometimes you feel that if someone else is making the choice then you at least can't blame yourself if things go wrong you know something awful happens or something that you didn't expect and it turns out in a way that you didn't want probably the worst way that you wanted it to it happens and then all of a sudden you're thinking well it wasn't my choice I didn't make that decision whereas you know that if you had made the decision you will be blaming yourself for a very very long time and it's hard to deal with self-destruction like that when we look down on ourselves and we, we say negative things to ourselves about ourselves it's very hard to come back from that I would say it's even harder than when somebody else is saying negative things about you we are so self-critical as human beings and that's a part of this fear of choice because we're even criticizing ourselves before we've made the choice you've got four options in front of you you start thinking okay option one what if I'm not good enough for that? What if it won't turn out like that? Option two, well, what if I am good enough for that, but what if something else goes wrong and it just ruins that option two and then I've lost you know, all four of those options? We're always so self-critical and we undermine our potential. I'll give you an example, a personal example. It happened recently. I went away for the weekend um, with a friend and we weren't too far outside of where I, where I stay. It was about three and a half hours drive, um, but it was just, it was a nice little getaway. 
And the one evening we were, we were in a restaurant or bar, whatever you want to call it, and we were really having good conversations with, with some of the people there. And long story short, um, I was sitting minding my own business and then next thing out of nowhere, I got, I got slapped across the back of the head. And I think a lot of people's initial reactions would be to turn around and you know, to give one back straight away. And to be honest with you, I just sat there staring at in the direction of where I was looking initially. And I just was contemplating in my head, why? What have I done wrong to deserve this? I'm already blaming myself. And in that moment, I was just, I was so upset. I was so bleak about the outcome of the situation. And I just couldn't believe it. I just thought, why? Why me? What have I done wrong? What, what purpose does this serve me? by getting slapped across the back of the head for absolutely no explanation on earth. There must be something wrong with me. There must be something wrong with the way I look, the way I dress, I don't know, the way I act. I mean, those aren't usually things that I really care about, but in that moment, after that event, I just thought, what could lead somebody to want to do something like that? I was so self-critical of myself. I guess in the moment I had that that fear of choice because I won't lie to you I did I thought about standing up and turning around and, and giving one back but then I thought well I don't know if what what is that going to prove an eye for an eye makes the world go blind but if I don't stand up for myself am I undermining my own character tell you, I forgave the person there and then straight away. I obviously didn't want to see him again. I said, thank you for your apology, but I think it's time for you to leave. And I promise you, for the, for the next three or four days, I, I, I kept thinking about that incident. And then last week, I went, um, I went to Reiki. I was with my, my spiritual healer. And I told her the story. I told her how it sort of affected me in the moment and how upset I felt. And she mentioned something very, very interesting. And she said, sometimes things like this are so inexplainable. It, it lures us in by wanting to know an answer. We want to have an explanation because things like this don't just happen, you know? There's got to be some other reason. And I felt the same. I said, yes, I've been trying to, you know, solve this conundrum of mine and figure out what, what was actually the reason for this, this happening. And she said, often, when we're at a point of so much confusion and chaos and a lot of things happening in our lives and uncertainty and an abundance of choices available to us, our brains are scrambling around and we're not centered, we're not balanced, we're not aligned because we are we're worrying about so many different constructs and so many different outcomes and so many potentials that we lose focus of ourselves and we lose focus of our balance. And 
interestingly enough, she said, obviously your crown chakra is right at the top of your head. And that's the chakra that, I guess, is the, the focal point of your alignment. It's the last chakra in terms of the, the balancing, but it's the first chakra to be purified, if you will, from the universe, from frequency, from moon energy. And she said, sometimes when your crown chakra is rattled or disturbed so profoundly it's basically saying calm down recenter yourself wake up focus it's going to be okay it's like a necessary evil because there might there might have been signs you know constantly seeing angel numbers or, or, or double numbers, you know, 11-11 or 10-10 or whatever it is. And, you know, you, you sort of see them in passing and think, okay, good, good, my, my manifestations are coming true. This, that, and the other is coming true. But, you know, you're still so worried about, you know, all these choices that you have and what if it's the right one? What if it's the wrong one? What if this happens? What if this doesn't happen? And it's a necessary evil to just almost like give you a bit of a tap on the cheek and say, okay, well, I got a bit more than a tap, you know, but it was still valuable. Weeks, weeks later, had I only, I guess, gotten the answer that I'd been searching for and, and you know, running around so confused like a, a headless chicken, trying to figure out what what the reasoning was for this and weeks later thanks to my wonderful wonderful spiritual healer and the conversation that I had with her to just calm down focus be grateful for what I have be grateful to have these choices you know that's another thing not everyone has an abundance of choice to say, where's my life going to go? Where am I going to be in a year's time? Some people might have hundreds of choices. Some people might only have two. But use your intuition. Use your intention. Use your love. Your self-love. Your self-understanding. And follow your gut. Because whatever choice you decide to make it has to be made with intention and it has to be true to yourself I've mentioned this many times before but for me one moment please I don't think it's past for me that was a distinct moment in calming myself and in understanding there's always going to be an abundance of choices and if we constantly freak ourselves out by them and by the potential outcomes and the possibilities we're always going to be living in this 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 buzz this haze of confusion of fear of stress and it's 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 the furthest thing that we that we need so next time you're confronted with with choice next time you think about your future next time you think about the next phase or the next step 
Allow yourself to backtrack, to connect the dots, and to just say, hey, I'm grateful for the choices that I've had in the past that have led me to where I am now. And B, I'm thankful for my own guidance and my own intuition that will lead me to where I need to be in the future. Follow your instincts. They are never wrong. It's been so great speaking again and communicating and I I hope you guys didn't miss me too much. Um, But I'm really, really looking forward to, to season two, which will be coming in the near future i can't give you a distinct date but um, if there are any suggestions or comments please reach out to me on my my social platform on you can send me direct messages if you have my details but if there is something that that you would like me to discuss and give my two cents on please you know don't be scared to reach out i'd be, be absolutely more than willing And so with that, it's time to knock off. Lots of love and happiness and light to everyone. And never forget, Kenshin.